It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. When I've, when I've introduced people to D&D, <clears throat> they're always the ones where, I always thought it was for geeks, but I've always wanted to try it. Yeah. You know, that's basically <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So then we show up, yeah. and I'm like, okay, here, and, I, and the way that I play is that I never do the railroad type of module. Right. Meaning, I don't go, <laughs> Krista, there's one door. Okay, okay, now you go through this one, you know, there's only one door. Yeah. I'm basically like, okay, you're in the middle of town. Okay. Where do yeah. you want to go? Yeah, what do you okay. want to do? Yeah, oh. what do you want to do? So here's a yeah. clue. Okay. Oh, they're looking for somebody. Yeah. Oh well, I guess we got to start talking to people, and they figure it out on their own. Like, yeah. well, I guess we'll go to the bar and start talking to people. Yeah. Okay. Of course, uh, yes, that's the first place. Right, I right, would right. Go. And actually, that's a lot of fun too. Like, I've got a group that that I DM for that they're um, they're kind of murder hobos. So that you put anything in front of them, they just go and attack whatever it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's yeah, their yeah, whole yeah. solution. Everything is just beat the crap out of it until it goes away. Right. Sort of like so I gave them this. I put them, send them to this town. They're looking for this like material that's mined out of this town, and there's also in this town the other. Uh, feature of this town is a place called the Women's College of Companionship, and of course they're all like, "Let's go there!" Right, right, right. And, 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 like, out of the two, the choice of where the materials, which is what they actually came for, there's nothing there. There's nothing protect. There's no monsters. There's nothing mm. dangerous about it. They go up there, and they've all been turned into vargoyles, and they're all going to start attacking them and trying to kill everybody. And it's, and of course they're going to do the you know go up there and try to see the women's college right right that's, right, that's right. much more entertaining than going just getting the material right and then you beat the crap out of them for a while and you know it's yeah I love the game well we, we had we had an issue where um, do you remember if this is old D&D the Shady Dragon Inn so that was a module uh, that basically it was like I found it on eBay but when yeah. I was a kid it was a map of a bar yeah. It was called the Shady Dragon Inn. So every town has the Shady Dragon Inn. Every time okay. Vitus has a module, oh, it's the Shady <laughs> Dragon Inn. Dragon it's just like a franchise, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I pull out the thing, and well, Adam Simon gets enough money. He's like, I want to buy the bar. So he buys the bar in town. And do you know Seth, um, Sue's husband? I, I think we've met once, okay. but yeah. He's never played before, right? Okay. So he starts playing with us for the first time. Yeah, that's the Shady Dragon Inn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, keep oh, no, going. No, no, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. I love when I can get the host asked that. Question, oh my gosh! Uh, Hi, welcome <laughs> to Speak Easily. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. So, 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 so we get the Shady Dragon in, and um, Shady or Shady? Shady. That's, shady. So, but that's what everybody says. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Shady Dragon." I'm oh. like, and I'm, so it becomes a running joke. I'm always like, "Shady." Anyway, so <laughs> Seth, Seth, and Adam are fighting about something. Okay. Um, because. In real how, life or in the game? In the game. Okay. Because what happened was that just really quick. Yeah. Seth finds this cursed. So what happens though is that when he's using it and he's hit, he goes berserk. Well, the cops rush the bar. Yeah. And Adam takes a swing, you know, and, and Adam's trying to get all the cops to stay away. Right. But Rodriguez, the rookie cop, you know, goes after Seth. <laughs> and so what Adam has got to do to protect Seth is that he basically kill, like, puts Seth down yeah. to protect him. Yeah. Right. Seth is pissed off because you're like, you basically killed me. But they yeah. brought him back. You know, he was okay. Of course he did. Yeah. But Seth's character is pissed off at Adam's character. Mm-hmm. So Adam buys this bar. They're off doing something. Seth is like, I'm going to go back to the bar and drink. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, yeah. so because they're split up. I get a note. He's like, I burned down the bar. Okay. So as the DM, I'm like, okay, so there all these things are going on. And so he he's doing this whole thing, like this elaborate, like, so I still have it, you know, like all these notes of yeah. how he burns down the bar, you know, and 
So wow. be, so it became like I thought the adventure was going to go in this direction. Yeah. But instead, no, they're just, okay. you know, they're yeah. they're, they're yeah. arson and and that sometimes that's the wonderful side of it, and sometimes it can be as a, as somebody who writes things and tries to make, you know create this like story for them to partake in, it can be very frustrating when all of a sudden super like, frustrating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but like, but however, yeah. sometimes though is I have like an okay story, and what I rely on a f- as as the DM is. I want backstory from all my characters, yeah. Yeah. all the players. Yeah. And so what what I got was, oh, I had this one, you know, Sean Brown. So so Sean Brown um, had a mentor wizard character. You know, I'm like, okay, there's my villain. Mm-hmm. So he's the evil genius. Mm-hmm. You know, so I take him and then... Philip is constructing this one guy, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this piece, and then suddenly now I've got this Homeric, you know, story yeah. of gods and whatever, whatever, which I didn't really have before, but yeah. all I did was just take what other people gave yeah. me, yeah. and sometimes they don't give me much, but then but yeah. I was able to, to create this whole thing, yeah. okay. basically because of working with the other, but they, they have no yeah. idea, right? you know? Yeah. Well, that's half the thing, it's like there's things that my players don't know that I've already put in place that... They're gonna find at some point, and you know, when they do, it's gonna be an oh my god moment. But you know, it, it's a lot of fun to just set that stuff up and let them sort of say, okay, well, this is my guy. This is what he does. This is his thing. Okay, well, good. At some point, where that's gonna come into play, for, right, for right, for a reason. Right. You know, the guy that you killed when you were ten years old is gonna come back, and you know, something else is gonna happen. Right, yeah, some, you right. Know, just, you know, plant the seeds. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, hey, geeks and nerds, welcome. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm sort of, not really. Um, if you are having trouble catching up like I am, you've never played Dungeons and & Dragons, and that's okay. That's okay. Right? Yeah. Well, it's okay to admit that? Yeah. Not at this table. I am the odd one out here. Oh. <laughs> but welcome to Speak Easily, and I'm here with my new friend, Vitus. Hi. I think we met, what, about a month ago? Something like Something that, like yeah. that. At a coffee shop. Via Dino, so you know that's trouble right there. But, right. Yeah. So how long have you have you grown up here? Did you come from Columbus? Are you? What's your? Um, actually, where'd from, you come from? From uh, Cleveland. Okay. Uh, originally, and then I went to school um, in Chicago. Okay. And I was a uh, theater philosophy major in college. Yeah. And then I was working at Northwestern and met a woman that got into grad school. Um, at Ohio State, mm-hmm. and I followed her to Ohio State Aww. back in 2000, nice. and things went wrong as soon as we got out of the oh. new hall, okay. and I was in here for two years, I think, Okay. and I've been here now for, what, 19? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how you got here, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so... Via uh, U-Haul. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I thought I'd be either moving back to Chicago yeah. or to do you, Cleveland. Or, do you miss Chicago at all? Did you like it in the city? Um, yeah, I guess so. I... I think where I was in life, where all my friends were getting married, mm-hmm. starting families, doing yeah. that whole thing, and I had a really bad job, mm-hmm. um, I really wasn't going anywhere, yeah. and so I think I kind of had to get out and start fresh, okay. and um, never thought I'd make Columbus, Ohio my home, Yeah. Uh, but what I found, you know, I have my career here, mm-hmm. um, I did theater and film in Chicago, but yeah. here I just realized it was so much easier to get things off the ground, to get started, become more involved. Because it's more like you're getting in the ground floor here, mm-hmm. whereas there was more established. You're sat there, yeah. And okay. so it was a lot more difficult. And here, you know, I, I remember the first film that I did here. Um, was? It was called Dreamtime. Okay. And this was back in 2001. And I remember <clears throat> I needed a long hallway. 
and I think in Chicago something like it's gonna cost like five thousand dollars just to oh get just to get just like, to get a hallway just to get shot. something like that yeah oh crazy and so then somebody said well, why don't you just call Ohio State yeah and I was like oh okay I'll call Ohio State so I called Ohio State and they said something like well you can have the engineering building or something like that yeah, yeah. and I said okay well how much is it gonna cost and they said well a student security guard's eight bucks an hour. You know, and so I was like, all right, you know, yeah. yeah so then, um, I think I can swing. I think I can swing. That. Yeah, and then a bunch of people. I needed a bunch of extras, yeah. and so I had like thirty extras show up, all in costume. Oh my god! Because it was about two people. It was a comedy. It was about two. There's a strike in the dream world, mm-hmm. and so two guys get stuck in the same dream together. And so they have to go behind the scenes of the dreams to yeah. figure it all out. Yeah. So it's, it's scabs, like, walking around. So they're walking down the hallway, and there's all these doors, mm-hmm. and it's, like, people's dreams. So yeah. you've got people, you know, uh, doctors, you've yeah. got gladiators, yeah. you know, yeah. and they're all, like, yeah. you know, like, reading the paper and all this. And so... <laughs> Awaiting their time. Yeah, waiting yeah. their time to yeah. go into the dream. And right. so, so they have to go talk to the human resources to square it all out. How cool. Interesting. That's yeah. really cool. Where, so did, where was this produced? Like, did you did you put it out? Yes. Yeah. Well, was it for yeah, a project or it was just, just my own. Just your, you know, your, yeah. Your dig. So I did that, and then first film I did um, in Chicago was about actually two guys who are um, <laughs> writing a. If I'm just trying to remember this, they're writing a film together, mm-hmm. and they can't come up with the ending, but they keep their. They, they themselves keep appearing in the film, and they're rewriting the endings, Excellent. trying to win the girl. Um, you know, and yeah. so it goes back. And I guess I guess I I play a lot with fantasy mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, hence D and D. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that one actually got onto PBS. Nice. Um, what was that one called? Urban Love. Okay. Yeah. So we showed at Northwestern, and then this is before like, I don't want to say before the internet, but we got a letter. Are yeah. you allowed to swear in this or no? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. So we got so we well, got a poop. Uh, no, yeah. no 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 no. So we, we got a letter. We got a letter from PBS that yeah. was basically like, hey, you know, we heard about your film. We heard it's great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you've got. <laughs> I don't think I actually said this, but it was like you got 15 fucks in 14 minutes. So <laughs> we've got to bleep the stuff out, and we're like, hey, that's you know whatever. It actually mm-hmm. made the film yeah funnier, Fun. you know, yeah. with all the oh, with I'm all sure. the bleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Bleeps are hilarious. Yeah Maybe yeah yeah. It made so much better than swearing. Right. Yeah. So but you know but. We we were also, you know, in our twenties. Yeah. So we thought we're still in the whole Tarantino like you got to put as yeah. many f words <laughs> again, you know, <laughs> to be clever it's and filmmaking. Right, 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 right. And <laughs> yeah. so we, um, anyway, so yeah, so I did that, and then I did mm-hmm. Urban Love, and it was through other film projects. I did the series called Eight and Five. That um, yes, I love Eight. Oh, cool. Maya Sayer and I went to school together. Oh, yes. That's how yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that John Osbeck guy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so then, um, so yeah. I was a head writer on that one. That's and then, awesome. um, anyway, so then that's how I met John Kuhn, because uh-huh. he's in the second season. I have not met him, but I have heard of him. Okay, so he's artistic mm-hmm. director of Actress Theater. Yeah. And so I basically went back from film back to theater. Okay. So I, because I left theater, because it was a certain lifestyle that I was, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't very good as an actor, I realized. Hmm. And it was more a hobby and yeah. than a commitment. Okay. Um, so yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 But you're still involved. I mean, you still you know doing stuff with theater and not just D and D games with. Oh yeah, yeah, with theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. doing as much film anymore. Um, Would you if the opportunity came up? For writing or for acting or in general? Yeah, I mean, I get yeah. I get offered opportunities every so often mm-hmm. because you know what's funny is. 
for acting, I'm now being asked to play like professors or lawyers <laughs> or, um, mm-hmm. you know, people like that as I've gotten older. <laughs> Don't worry. The mom and me understands <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, no more ingenue here. <laughs> well, I was asked to be in a fan film for um, as Mr. Fantastic. Mm. And I think it was just because cause he's got gray on the sides. Yeah. And I asked the guy, I'm like, is it because of my acting ability or because I get gray hair? Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so yeah, so I, yeah. I enjoy film, but film is very different from, from a writing standpoint. Mm-hmm. Film and theater are very different. And whereas film, you're pretty much on the bottom of the food chain as a writer. Yeah. And then with theater, you're at the top. Right. So I prefer one over the other. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What yeah. do you? What kind of stuff do you do during the day? So um, I make a living as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own business. Um, so why my bread and butter is educational publishing. Okay. So I write tech. Basically, the easiest way to, to put it is that I write textbooks for for kids. So I write stories. I write oh, cool. nonfiction pieces. I've written history books. Um, Really, whatever clients want, mm-hmm. they get in touch with me. And okay. So right now, I'm working on a project for... I used to work in McGraw-Hill. Mm-hmm. I worked there for 10 years. Okay. And so <clears throat> so I'm um, just writing a bunch of fiction and nonfiction selections for 6th to 8th grade. That's going to take me all the way through February. Oh, wow. And then... Um, but yeah, but I'll do anything to pay the rent. Like I used well, to be... Yeah. <laughs> I used to write for Columbus Bride Magazine. Um, okay. <laughs> I was their wedding ring, um, tuxedo, and hotel guy okay. for years. Really? Yeah. Did I knew to... I knew nothing about it before <laughs> I, was I started. Gonna say, like, did you have to go yeah, a lot were... of places? And no, I call people, and I okay. and I learned about like a lot about fashion, you know, well, and about wedding rings. Chill. <laughs> no, 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 but I did. I did. Like, I learned about yeah. the difference between different lapels and things like that. Like okay. with the wedding rings, I was never. Um, with all the princess cut and all that stuff, I never. It's just a f- different language, but right. um, yeah. But, so I did but that. But lapels, for gosh darn it! Yeah, you so, know yeah. about your lapels and, and what goes like in and out of fashion and really, yeah. So it's kind of funny. I did it long enough where when I started, this was going out of fashion. I think it's the shawl lapel, and then was coming back at some point and. Um, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so whatever pays the bills, puts oh, my no, kids yeah. to school. That's, and That's how we do the yeah. living in the arts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, yeah. I, but I've been doing it now for 11 years. Okay. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so it's good. What kind of, this is weird, but <clears throat> when you're writing for 6th to 8th grade, are you given a lot of creative freedom? I mean, I know there's certain topics that you have to hit, I'm sure, but. Yeah, so it depends on the project. Like, I've worked on things where they need, say, th- 30 or 40 stories for this project. Mm-hmm. And so I cannot write that many, so I hire writers okay. to do it. Yeah. And then sometimes the client will say, we just need material. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what we need. You know, okay. whatever, whatever you write about. But then they give me, it's called Lexiles, which is, um, it's a computer program that, or it's a website. So basically you write your piece, plug it through this formula, mm-hmm. and it spits out a number. And so when I write, I, it's for a lot of projects, it's got to be between this number. Okay. So because that they say this is for seventh grade, that's for eighth grade, yeah. you know, for sixth grade. Huh. Um, the project that I'm writing on now, thankfully, is they're providing me the topics for every single thing that I'm okay. writing. So they're saying write one pro alternative energy, one pro traditional energy. Write one pro arts hmm. in schools, yeah. one anti for art in schools. And so Oof. so some of them you know, so, but some of them are could be stories, some mm-hmm. of them could be Nonfiction, yeah. it, it all depends. And then other ones are more, you know, I'll teach kids how to write 
or I'll teach kids mm-hmm. how to read, like mostly like language arts. Yeah. Things like that. Um, do you, but you would have to do your research probably for a lot of those, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So you're constantly being educated. Well, yeah. But here's the thing. It's. <laughs> My brain isn't very big. So the way that I describe Stop. no, no, no. The way I describe it is that, like, my I have a memory chip that's, like, four megabytes. And so <laughs> the information that I get, um, and I'm being completely serious, mm-hmm. is I it's, it's the short-term memory where I become an expert on the subject. But then it's gone. And then it's, like, it's a conveyor belt where I write it, send it off, and then the next project comes in. And we can go out for dinner. Mm-hmm. You'll ask me, what did you write about today? No idea. And sometimes I'm like, I really don't remember all the facts. But yet, I'll have dinner, yeah. and my kids will ask me questions. And my wife is like, well, how do you know that? I'm like, oh, because I wrote about it like 10 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, but So you just remember yeah. things. Yeah. But... Makes you but excellent you're, at trivia games. Well, kind well, yeah. you know, kind so. of, but but like, but I have to become an expert, like, yeah. Yeah. really good at something in a very short mm-hmm. period of time, where I read it, take the information, write, say, two pages on yeah. it, and then pump it out. Yeah. And then... Um, but, yeah, but I'll look at stuff that I wrote, like, 10 years ago, and I'm like, I don't remember researching this. You know, I re- remember I wrote about medieval economies. <laughs> wow. And so I wrote, I've written about, these are, like, short books, but, like, mm-hmm. ancient governments, ancient economies, and medieval economies. Right? If you ask me right now, I have no, no idea. No recollection. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's, unfortunately, like, if I had a bigger brain, I would be able to retain all this, but... I just don't remember. But then stuff. what would you do with it, really? I mean, come on. Well, yeah. No, that's, that's very true. Go on Jeopardy. Go on Jeopardy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, but you can't stay on Jeopardy. You know? yeah, right. Unless you're, what's that, Ken guy? Ken, Ken whatever his Ken. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so it's, it's, yeah. it's I, I enjoy the job. Um, you know, it's not a glamorous job at all. I work, you know, I have an office above the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... I, I was um, at the Ohio, I was a speaker or I was in a um, panel discussion at the mm-hmm. Ohio Atlanta Book Festival. Yeah. Um, for Captain Blood for mm-hmm. my play, and yeah. they were it was about the creative life, hmm. and there were <clears throat> three other there was two writers, an artist, and then myself, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the writing process, and I was the last guy. <laughs> and no pressure. Well, well, no, but it was like, <laughs> but these guys were you know successful. Like yeah. one guy was. Um, did Time magazine covers like he did Obama's cover oh, wow. like you know like you've you've seen this yeah, stuff yeah but they were but they were talking and they were like oh where do you get your inspiration and they it wasn't I'm exaggerating slightly mm-hmm. but they were like oh I walk through the garden and yeah. when the sunlight is you know you know I'm <laughs> yeah. sipping yes. my chamomile tea and it got to me and I'm like eh, doesn't doesn't quite work like that like I said <laughs> you know I get the assignment and the client doesn't care if I'm inspired. It's due no, Tuesday. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I got to sit down. I got to do it. Yeah. It's work. Um, well, it's like there's the sexy side of it, and then there's the nuts and bolts unsexy side of it that you kind of have to. It just has to get done. Right. Yeah. And I think the sexy side is mostly when you see something hmm. like in print. Yeah. But yeah. the non-sexy side is like the two years it took me to get oh, that in print. My gosh. Right. You know, for some of those projects. Yeah. So, yeah. Do your kids ever see your writing in their books? Has that ever happened? Um, well, they were, I was asked to go speak to my, um, kids class and we brought in stuff. Okay. Because my wife and I, we have our business together. Mm-hmm. So we brought in some of the books and my kids, I don't think they could care less about <laughs> what dad does. Like, we'll go see my plays. Like yeah. one of my plays was in Chicago. Okay. And we went and my kids could not have, 
You care less. Really? Yeah. They're actually one of them. They're both an eight and five. Yeah. And they were just whatever. We're gonna link eight and five oh, up cool. to here when we post this. If you have you seen it? I've not. I've told you this before. You need you need to watch this. Out. Words are still not happening. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had a happy hour last night. We're just gonna put it out there. Uh, so. I know that you, I mean, you have a deadline, you have to turn it in, but is there anything that's just like, oh my gosh, I just cannot wrap my brain around this. I just can't focus on it. Does that ever happen? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, like today I have um, two long pieces due. Okay. And it just wasn't, like, one's nonfiction and sometimes nonfiction can be hard if I'm not given a topic because it's right. like, mm. yeah, there's so much out there. Do I want to write about Rome? Do I want to write about robots? Do I yeah. want to write, you know, and so sometimes yeah. when you have too many options, it's, it's like Netflix, you know, it's, yeah. there's yeah. too many you options. And choice you, paralysis. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. So yeah. sometimes I just sit there at the screen and I'm, and I go through like all of the books that I have mm-hmm. that I use for resources and I, you know, page through those, look at things that I've written before. Um, yeah. And then with the story, a lot of times nonfiction will sometimes mm-hmm. lead me to write fiction. Yeah. Like I just read a short story about a real life story about a guy who um, was a lobster fish- fisherman and then the boat capsized in the mm-hmm. storm and then how they survived. Mm-hmm. Well, then okay. that turned into two kids on a boat with their uncle. Yeah. You know, there's nothing similar, but then that just kind it of... just gets you. You know, okay, so I start off this, and I really don't know where I'm going with it when I mm-hmm. start. Usually I don't plan things out. Yeah. I just start writing, but right. then I have this internal story clock in my head mm-hmm. that says, okay, I'm, you know, I'm reaching the, the climax here. Right. Mm-hmm. Now let's, right. let's time to finish it up. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Tell me more about Aiden Five, because I, I mean, again, it, I, I remember hearing about it through Maya, who is who plays the lead actress in it. Um, how did that all come to be? Because that's a, it's Columbus, right? Mostly Columbus-based actors and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, except for Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica, that we okay. got nice. to do a cameo in the yeah. second season. So um, originally, Aiden Five was a forty-eight-hour film project. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In case you don't know, it's a fil- it's a contest where you have forty eight hours to make a film, and that's from start to finish. From like start to the finish, writing to the right. So you result. get your idea like seven o'clock on a Friday, mm-hmm. and then you've got to turn it in um, by Sunday, seven o'clock or whatever it ends. Yeah, <clears throat> and then um, so they got I don't even know what the topic was, but what they meant, what they did was to turn it into a sci-fi black and white, like film noir type of film Mm -hmm. where everything's shot on green screen and all the backgrounds are all hand drawn. Mm -hmm. So it's like a living comic book. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of, you know, we, we call it, it's a, it's it's everything between (laughs) Sin City, Blade Runner um, and the AHA video. Um, (laughs) So you're speaking my language. Anyway, so, so, so the original um, won the Columbus contest came in third um, at the, I think the United States, like in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was like something like the, or the three winners, it was like London, Paris and Columbus, Ohio, like oh eight and gosh. five came in third. And then it went to the Cannes Film Festival. But I, but it's not like I put that in quotes because yeah. I guess they've got like a, a little film He's corner. using his quote fingers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I guess they've got like, <laughs> I guess they've got like a little film corner. Okay. It sounds yeah. good, but it's not what you think. Yeah. Um, I still think it sounds good. So yeah. So, yeah. And then, um, it, we decide. Well, I was asked to be a part of the original. Mm-hmm. I went on vacation instead, <laughs> so I felt like a chump, you know. <laughs> and then they asked me to join. They decided let's turn this into a series. Yeah. And so we shot the first series. So I became a writer, then the head writer, mm-hmm. and then um, it's 
did really well, won a bunch of you know, awards, mm-hmm. lost a lot of awards. Um, and then we decided to do a second season, yeah. and that came out last year. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, it's all volunteers, you know, cast and crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a labor of love. And yeah. yeah so anyway, so that's, Would you do a third season, or is that? I don't think that's going to happen, just because okay. the amount, it took five years to do season two. Oh, wow. Because everything... See, so this is what people don't understand. If you watch it, mm-hmm. every single shot is an effect shot. Yeah. yeah. Because it's we've got act, you know artists who've got to draw everything. Mm-hmm. You know we've got robots you know running like you know they're they're fighting giant robots yeah. and so they those things have got to be animated. Yeah. So like one scene in one episode, I guess took an artist six months to do. Oh my And no gosh. one's getting paid. Right. You know yeah. so That's a side gig kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really I we left on the cliffhanger and if. I would love for season three to happen, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if it's going to. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just keep our, yeah, our yeah, yeah, brains yeah. open for yeah. that. Okay. So when you write for film, are you, do you still do that now? Are you still writing any films currently? or? Um, yeah. Nothing I can really talk about. I... No, go ahead. Nobody's going to hear. I'm just no, 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 no. Well, <laughs> no, through... Well, through these channels, so my career has been like the pinball effect, mm-hmm. where you take one job, mm-hmm. you meet somebody who yeah. lands you this job, right. and it's like you just right. ping pong around, um, or pinball effect. I'm sorry, and it's not like pinball. Ping pong. Yeah, but but pinball. Anyway, so jarts. I write um, for Fritz the Night Owl. I don't know if you yeah. know Fritz the Night Owl. Yeah. So the special effects guy for Fritz the Night Owl um, works for a production company in Kentucky, mm-hmm. and they do movies that are on Netflix and Hallmark and yeah. things like that. And so they were looking for writers. And so he okay. recommended me for these projects. So I'm right now pitching ideas and okay. getting notes back on all these ideas. That's and um, Yeah, it's um, it's work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Right. I think in the beginning it was this glamorous... <laughs> You know, for, for everything, it's you, right. you. You approach it like it's going to be this glamorous life, and now it's it's just a lot of work. It's mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. Um, it's a craft, you know, of yeah. constantly getting better at things mm-hmm. and and constantly getting edited and edited. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's so I've got that going on, um, and then yeah, I've got Beowulf coming out next. Tell year. us about Beowulf. This is what I'm excited to hear about. So you took the original. Yeah. And then you've transferred it into... Yeah, so I adapted it for the stage, but I also mm-hmm. it's a reimagining of the classic tale. Mm-hmm. So, And I turn it into a comedy. Really? So it's basically okay. everybody <laughs> knows the story of Beowulf, mm-hmm. and then this is the um, the untold story. Like, this yeah. is what really happened. And I, have, I should say this. I, I wrote it with, with my friend Christopher Bartlett. So we, okay. we co-wrote this together. Yeah. And he lives in Georgia, so mm-hmm. we've worked together for about two years. And um, all we know about Beowulf historically is that, well, I shouldn't say all we know, but it was written by a bard. Somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, put this whole thing together. And so nobody knows who this guy was. Well, he's the main character. And Uh so he's got writer's block, but he's traveling with this guy Beowulf until something better comes along. And so that's the premise. And then Beowulf is not the heroic figure as Mm -hmm. he is in the tale. Mm. And so that's where we we kind of start off. And then... um, 
Yeah. So then it goes up in, in April. In April. Yeah. So will you be working, and this is with Actors Theater. Yes. Um, will you be working with the cast then? Are you going to be any part of the casting or any part of the I production doubt it. itself? Well, I doubt it. So for, for Captain Blood, when we did Captain Blood, mm-hmm. I was allowed to come to auditions. They told me I'm allowed to come to auditions. Oh, that was nice of them. <laughs> and, but I have no say in anything. Because basically yeah. when you write this, you're handing it off to somebody else. That's now true. it's their work. Right. And so if they want to set it in outer space, they can you know they can do yeah. whatever. Right. Uh, and, but that's part of it. That's mm-hmm. part of... The whole process yeah. is that now it's their interpretation of the work. Mm-hmm. So I would go to the rehearsals, and I remember for, for Captain Blood, it was like, no. Like sometimes it was like, no, yeah. that's not it. Yeah. That's not it. That's not what I wrote. Oh. And but I but I remember you know talking to Philip, who's the director, and Philip was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is part of the pro- we'll get there. We're gonna get there, right. we're gonna get there. Right. Just you gotta trust just, the process. Just, just sit down and shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trust yeah. the process on this. Like, you know, <laughs> right. th- they've got to, you know, you've lived with this for two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just got this like last week. Give them time to figure things out. Right. And it's not like my work was takes two years to decipher. Right. It was yeah. just but you gotta give the actors time mm-hmm. to, to get into sure. it. Yeah. And so we need a lot of time. No, sometimes. no, no, <laughs> no. You know, and so so I remember I would show up, and then I told Philip in the beginning, I'm like, I'm going to be here every day. <laughs> and he's like, no, you're not. You know, And after a while, you're just kind of sitting, you know, yeah. like, yeah, this is not okay. that interesting. And so when you finally see it at the end, mm. it was exactly how I pictured it, which how is great. Cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. Seeing it in Chicago was a little bit different because those were college kids doing oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you see, like, at Actress Theater, it was like a 50-year-old guy mm-hmm. playing a 50-year-old character. This is a 19-year-old kid. Playing a 50 year old character. Mm. And so that took, you know, from a writing standpoint, yeah. from a playwright standpoint, that was that was my first experience with that. Really? Of watching kids. Yeah. Do they know, enjoy it though? The, the, the college students? Well, yeah, th- this is kind of weird. So <laughs> am I babbling too much? I don't know if this no. is okay. No, uh, why we're <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So so they <laughs> the show is. Uh, right, 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 right. It really so, is. It's it's a recorded battle. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, okay. come on, this is, okay. this is my gig. So, 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 so they they put they put Captain Blood on in in, in Columbus, uh-huh. and then found out they were putting it on at uh, the College of DuPage in Chicago. Okay. So they was running for two weeks mm-hmm. and went with um, my family the first week, and went to see it by myself the second week because they were having a um, discussion with the cast and crew. Okay, like a talk back. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. And so I wanted to be there for that. Yeah. So I went back and I sat there in the audience and, and did watched. Did they know you were there? No. Oh. So I did not tell them. No, no, because. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's the part that's you don't say is we both went. Ah. No, 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 no. No, because it's not, it's for them. They're, right, it's, right. it's for the college kids. I don't want to be like, I'm here now. Hello, it's, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This like, is my piece. You know, yeah. yeah, as I put in my monocle. No, but it's like, I didn't I didn't want that. Do you have a monocle? No, I don't have a monocle. <laughs> but, but, I didn't, but I didn't want it to be, it's not about me. Right, right. right. I just, but I, would, I wanted yeah, to be you a, hear it. Yeah, I want to hear what people say. Mm-hmm. So I showed up, and then um, they had the, the discussion. So I sat there in the front row, and I just mm-hmm. listened to the whole thing. And my... Um, Picture was in different places around, so they had like a screen that was showing all the different events that because it was at a um, art center. Okay. So it'd be like, yeah, you know, this is what's going on, whatever. And so at some point, I think my picture was up, and <sighs> you know, whatever. Yeah. So I remember after the show, I went up to the director and I said, "Hi, I'm," and she goes, "Are you who I think you are?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, are you the playwright? And I said, "Yeah, nice to meet you. I'm Vitas, you know." And she said. Um, 
I think the cast and crew would love to meet you. And I was like, no, I don't think they would. You know, I'm a nobody. Like, it's like I really don't think it's necessary. Yeah. And she goes, no, I really think that'd be great because most of the mm. most of the playwrights are dead. Yeah. You know, let's let's be honest. You know, and you're actually here. They can talk to you. I was like, all right. So they came out and. They were, I spent the next like 15 minutes signing autographs, like talking to these college kids. Yeah. So they were, some of them wanted to know about the process. Some Mm -hmm. of them were, like I could tell some of them wanted, are interested in writing. Yeah. Yeah. And then other ones were like, here, can you just sign this piece of paper? Can you sign my script? Mm -hmm. Can you sign this? And that, but I was like, guys, I'm a nobody. Like I'm, you know, no, no, but I'm serious. Like. But to them, it's huge. But to them. Yeah. And I think what we forget is that, you know, when we were 18, those 40-year-olds were like, oh, they're smart. Yeah. But then now is when you're in your 40s, you're like, I don't know anything. But to them, they must think I know something, you know? And so I, um, yeah, so I spent the next like 10 minutes, 15 minutes talking to them, signing autographs. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a really, really incredible experience that floated back, you know, to the hotel. But it was, that was an interesting experience from the standpoint of, seeing other what other people can do with your work mm-hmm. that was not, you know... Not kind of what you intended. Yeah, probably. yeah, 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 yeah. But it was... Like, for the way that Captain Blood is 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 made is that Blood, the actor who's, who's playing Captain Blood, has to carry the show. Mm-hmm. He's got to be really good. Yeah. And so he's got to be very charismatic. He's mm-hmm. got to be whatever. That's the way who that... Who played that here in Columbus? It was um, James Harper. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, so, I mean, mm-hmm. he's very charismatic, mm-hmm. really. You know, mm-hmm. he, he did a fantastic job. Super talented. And so... Um, so the 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 kid or the student mm-hmm. playing in, in in college, I could tell sometimes it was, you know, he's got to carry the show. He's got to yeah. carry the show. He's there's a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. because the way that the play is fashioned is to move the story along. He speaks to the audience, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, three years passed, right. you know, and so while people are doing things you know, right. behind him, so he's got he's narrating it mm-hmm. and he's the main character. Um, so anyway, but it was it was a really incredible cool. experience. Yeah. Um, just hearing people talk about your work as you're uh-huh. like a fly on the wall, yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then a... Beowulf came to be. Was that your decision to do to move forward with that? Yeah. So the way Actors Theater works is that they do Shakespeare and mm-hmm. then adaptations of classical works. Yep. So um, it's really hard to get in with a theater mm-hmm. as from a, from a playwriting standpoint. Yeah. From what yeah. I understand, this is what people have told me. Um, I just happen to luck out where mm-hmm. the, I the artistic director. John Kuhn, who has since passed away, mm-hmm. was an actor in, in Eden Five, yeah. and he liked my work, mm-hmm. so I was able to slide right in. Yeah, where right. we started, I just asked him. I said, "Do you take plays from local playwrights?" Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Yes, we do." And then that started our that relationship. Mm-hmm. But then <clears throat> when he passed, he's supposed to direct Captain Blood. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. He passed away right after the auditions, yeah. and so then Phil Pickman took over, mm-hmm. and then um, so then I developed a relationship with with the people at, at Actors Theater, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I kind of pitched them an idea, like, hey, I would like to do this, but it's not going to be a typical adaptation. Yeah. It's going to be, a, I'm turning this on its head. Mm-hmm. Will you still accept it? And so they were like, you know, submit. Yeah. Submit. So I, I basically have an audience. All these yeah. things, I basically have the, the guy that you want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, like, with other, when I was younger, trying to get to that guy to read the scripts was this maze. 75 guys yeah yeah, yeah 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 and so yeah. now you kind of go okay now i've got that one guy you know we're friends we yeah. we, we trust each other artistically right. you know so it's an intimate relationship artistically mm-hmm. you know um yeah. in that respect and <clears throat> so i you know pitched the idea they were mm-hmm. like go ahead and write it so then christopher and i spent about two years 
pounding this thing out. And um, yeah, and it's, I don't know how it's going to go. Comedy is so different from drama. Drama is so easy. Is it? Oh, yeah. Like you a, mean a, a in crying a writing ki- aspect or just in general? Well, yeah, I mean, a cr- like, you know, a, cr- a kid's crying. Everyone's going to go, oh. You know, yeah. but, but you know what I mean. But some jerks will laugh. At no, no, no. But but then, but, but, but com- yeah, make people laugh. Yeah, yeah. but she, but and not yeah. everything. Not every like I don't find certain humor funny, which you <coughs> might find funny. Right. You yeah. know, and then if it dies on stage, Oof. you know, if the, yeah. the joke falls flat on stage, right. Um, right. so I'm, I'm a little worried about that. But yeah. I've had success before, so we'll see how this goes. Right. And, um, with comedy, so. And that opens in April, right? In where, April. Where is that going to be? At Mad Lab. Okay. Yeah. Please not outside. No, 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 no. Lord no. knows we could have a snowstorm. Yeah, in yeah, April, yeah. So, so it's going to be at the end of the last two weeks of, of April. Okay. Mm-hmm. At so, Mad Lab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Philip is directing that one. Philip is directing it, and okay. that's all that I know. Do they so have far. the cast set? Or? No. I, I, as far as it's I know, exciting. they have not had auditions. Well, by the time this goes up, they'll probably be in rehearsals, so. Yeah. That's so we, we, had, we had a read through already. Okay. Did they do that at the. Like one of the Tato Heads readings, or did well, you they do that did, with the company? They did that with the company. It was at the okay. German, uh, the the house, the Das House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, whatever <laughs> sure, in, in German yeah. Village. And so it was a handpicked cast. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not know the cast did not know what they were going to read. Mm-hmm. They just showed up. They got the scripts, and then they, yeah. you know they took they they took it right back afterwards. Right. Um, and the people that were there were there, they laughed and good made me feel good. And is that nerve wracking for you to sit through something like that? Um, the the read through for Captain Blood was the most the probably the worst day of, of my really? life. Yeah, because <laughs> it was it it was my first draft. Okay. My first attempt at a play. Mm. Okay. Um, it was turned out to be three hours long. Turned out like it wasn't working, but it's like the train doesn't stop. So yeah. there's an audience there, okay. and you realize early on like this is not working. Yeah. But you have to sit but there for the next two wait. hours, and you're just you're just going to stand up and be like. Just, just, just be stop, done, like, guys, like you're we done. stop. And yeah. so I remember afterwards meeting with with John Kuhn mm-hmm. for notes, and we spent about three hours the first day getting notes. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, are we done?" And he was like, "Oh no." <laughs> and so we went through like five more meetings oh my of just. I mean, but he was like, "I've never had a like a a mentor when mm-hmm. it came to writing." And so John was my mentor, and That's so we, cool. so he took notes from from Philip mm-hmm. and from Jennifer Youngblood mm-hmm. from the Youngblood. Yep. She gave notes as well, okay. and then I took all those notes, and then um, <clears throat> not everything, mm-hmm. but you know it was still my own piece, and right. then um, but enough to move it. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to hone it down to this tight story, mm-hmm. and then they performed it, got it published, and submitted That's it, so got cool. published, and yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it was a very cool experience. So now Beowulf is in kind of the same path. Then this will be the first production of it, but it's published and could go out. Is well, it's not it published is? yet. It's so, okay. so with with my publisher, with dramatic publishing, what happens mm-hmm. is I think this is how it works: is it has to be reviewed by paper. It has to be like there's all these yeah. hoops you've got to jump through okay. to be considered. Oh. So then what what happened was that after Captain Blood, I talked to my. Uh, playwriting teacher Nick Patrika in mm-hmm. Chicago okay. and so I emailed him and I said what do I do now yeah. like you know like I have right. no idea like I spent yeah. two years on this thing so what like, do I do and he goes I'm going to introduce you to my publisher mm-hmm. Dramatic Publishing okay. you know through this person and so I submitted it and then I think it was like the day before Thanksgiving mm. I got an email that said we'd like to publish How your cool. work here's yeah. the con- you know 
uh, here are the conditions and yeah. you know regarding payments and all this stuff. Do you accept? And I said, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then they sent a contract, and then um, so, but I had to submit certain things because I think it stops them from just taking crap. <laughs> yeah, from anybody sending oh, them submissions. Yeah. So, okay. so you've got to be, I think, get a review in the paper. You got to mm-hmm. submit that. You've got to do all these things, and then so with Beowulf. So it could move forward starting in May, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I, you know, I can submit it. Mm-hmm. Well, afterwards, I think after the performances, I tweaked Captain Blood a little bit. Okay. Because you just watch and go, that just mm-hmm. that never yeah. works. That just yeah. does not work. Like that joke that I put in there just does not work. And so, or oh, that would be kind of better if I did this instead. Mm-hmm. Because what actors they bring something, yeah. yep. and you know that kind of changes the mm-hmm. you know the play a little right. bit. And so, <clears throat> so yeah. So then I'll. You know, tweak it some more, and then mm-hmm. we'll submit it and see what happens. Did you go see every performance of Captain Blood, or did you just no. kind of pick and choose? I picked and choose. Yeah. yeah. I, it ran for, what, five weeks? Something, something like that. Yeah. So I went to... You didn't go every night? Come on. No, no, no. But I, no, no. <laughs> I, went, I went to a lot. Yeah. Um, and you just sit there and just try to, you know, record it in your head mm-hmm. of, I never want this to end type of thing. Yeah. And that's the problem with theater mm-hmm. is that it comes to an end. It comes to an end, and yeah. you and you don't. We we taped it like somebody actually. Yeah. Somebody did. I did not, but somebody right. else did actually tape it. So I do have one performance mm-hmm. where I actually was pulled up onto the stage. Oh, cool. So where the beginning of the second act is a bar scene, mm-hmm. and I guess what they would do is that they would get random patrons mm-hmm. of you know people gave money yeah. to be in the bar. Okay. So at one point the. During intermission, the stage manager came up to me and said, "Hey, Vitus, you know you're needed backstage." I'm like, "Oh my God, somebody broke, somebody fell down. Yeah. Yeah. I got to write, you know, I got to figure out a way around this." Write them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought yeah. it was gonna be. I thought it was yeah. like, okay, somebody fell down, they broke their leg. Vitus, we got to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we do this? So I get back there, I go, you know, backstage uh-huh. to the costume area, and they said, "Here's your costume. You're gonna be the walk-on." Nice. For, you know, so my family had no idea what happened to dad, you oh, know, geez. and so, you know, so Tracy's like, you know, where's Vitus? The kids are like, you know, where's dad? And then second act starts there and dad are. walks out like onto yeah. the stage. And so the actors were basically fucking with me the entire time because I'm wearing, you know, I'm dressed up as a pirate, you know, so I'm there. <laughs> and then one of, the, one of the guys, the villain, kept walking by and knocking off my hat. You know, so I'm there, like, you know, picking it up, and he walks by, and he knocks off again. So, you, so we actually, that was the t- that was the one that they actually videotaped. Oh, that's cool. So you can see yeah. me, like, picking it down. I'm trying not to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, so it was kind of cool. That you know, it was kind of, cool. you know, to be part of that, to be, yeah. like, my little Hitch- Hitchcock moment. Yeah. That's know. so cool. Yeah. And you can get around the filming because it's yours. You know, when they say turn off your recording yeah. devices. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But but well, what was funny is that I don't know who was recording it. So I was there and I saw like all these cameras being set up and I was like, Guys, no, no, no. no. So I went, I remember I spoke to Adam, yeah. Simon, the managing director, mm-hmm. and he was like, you guys can't do this. Yeah. But it turned out to be the female lead, mm-hmm. um, Leah, was her mother who was doing it. And she, she was like, it was innocent yeah. enough. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine, but I, we've got to sign all these forms. Yeah. You know, all this stuff because I can't have my work now suddenly on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then right. people are going to be performing it. And yeah. yeah. Well, that was kind of the funny thing where when I went to Chicago, <clears throat> you know, I get paid for every script, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll get money. Yeah. And I remember doing theater in Chicago and getting a lot of photocopied scripts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and then now you're on the other side. Mm-hmm. As a playwright, yeah. it's like, like, are there photocopies? You know, yeah. you know, it's just, I mean, I, I understand how it works. 
works. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it's but funny. now you understand the yeah. monetary side of it. Right, right. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. That's mm. so awesome. I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. You're doing good stuff. I, I hope. I hope it's good. It is. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I think people like it. Yes, they do. Well, I'll just answer for all the people. Thanks, I appreciate right. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but thank you for coming on and chatting with us, and we look forward to Beowulfing it soon here. Thanks for having me. I hope I didn't blab too much. You did. That's why we have a podcast. You okay. blabbed exactly the right amount. You okay, good, exactly good, 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 right good, 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 good. perfectly. Good. Yes. Nat 20 on the blab. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I didn't roll a one on that. I have okay. no idea what that means. <laughs> here we are, full circle. Good. All right, yeah. but thank you for listening to Speak Easily. Land Media. Think big.